the dragon is staring you down your charisma check failed and you're all alone there's only one action to take well maybe two it's a bonus action when the goblins are all around your rogue is dead and the cleric is down it's time to bust out and cast my favorite cantrip my favorite cantrip the one that makes you slow down my favorite cantrip go zip bip bang fizzle and boom my favorite cantrip shoot sparks and colored lights my favorite cantrip makes dope sounds in the room your sidekick has run far away your familiar's been sent back wild to the fae there's only one course to take make colored sparks and a hasty retreat toll the bell and run like hell and pray to all the gods for my favorite cantrip hey reagan hey lance are you a talking head i feel like such a talking head how big is your suit <laughs> you know, that suit is the same as it ever was, but uh, I'm a different size. Yeah. Are you my beautiful wife? <laughs> I am your beautiful wife. <laughs> oh, yay. But this is not your beautiful life. No. Oh, <laughs> uh. too soon? And we're done. <laughs> hey, everybody, dear listeners, welcome to My Favorite Cantrip. This my is our favorite cantrip! Yay! <laughs> this is our first session. It's our first official session, yeah. Official? Well, yeah. Did we do an unofficial session? <laughs> okay, shh, that's our secret. <laughs> Surprise! Sorry, sorry, I didn't know we weren't supposed to tell everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got some episodes in the can, ladies in the and gentlemen. Can. Yeah, that can. And we don't mean Over the there. toilet. Already? <laughs> too soon? Yeah, too soon. <laughs> So what this is, is this? This is our first episode. This is our first episode. This is episode. our first episode of My Favorite Cantrip, and um, this is our first, what we are calling Talking Heads yeah. episode. Yeah. Because we're literally just heads? two disembodied heads talking right yeah, now. Yeah, we left our bodies in the other room. It's kind of like the Simpsons. We're floating around in jars. We Yeah, we left our bodies watching Time Team, and we're in here <laughs> recording an episode of My Favorite Cantrip. Everything right now just comes back to Time Team. For those of you who've never seen Time Team... Oh, please go watch look Time it up. Team. Yeah. Look it up. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> um, so, yes, as we've said several times, <laughs> welcome to, to My Favorite Cantrip. This is our, our new uh, D&D gameplay anthology podcast. Anthology, yes. We should talk about what an anthology is, don't you think? I'm kind of waiting for you to do so. Why don't you, well, why don't you explain that? What uh, is that? Okay, so an anthology is... What's a, a, no, what's a podcast? Oh, <laughs> I don't think I need to explain that to these listeners. So yeah, yet. what is a gameplay anthology podcast? Well, a gameplay anthology, for our purposes, is going to be a collection of types of stories. Um, some of them are going to be short stories. Some of them are going to be novellas. Some of them may even get to novel length, but be broken up into bite-sized pieces that are all incorporated into one tasty whole i'm i'm sad to say dear listener as well that that it's mostly just going to be us us yeah 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 so in this anthology we are uh, going to be doing a variety of things that we know about and several that we probably don't yet we've already surprised ourselves more than once yeah. but the the idea behind the anthology is that we can dip into different worlds we can um play with different characters and especially because it's mostly 
the two of us, yeah. uh, you don't get sick of us because we're playing different characters. Right. We're going to alternate who the DM is. Yeah. So before we before we dive too deep in into into the concept, yep. uh, who are we? Oh my God, we didn't even introduce ourselves. We didn't. And why do we care about D and D? Right. There. That is also important. What is D and D? D&D stands for Dungeons and Dragons. Um, we... I love that that's the part you chose to focus on. Not the who are we, but an explanation of Dungeons well, and Dragons. Well, I think we should start with D&D first. Okay. Because I've already started it, and that's why. And it was intentional. Yeah, so uh, we play D&D, and we yeah. play specifically 5th edition. Yes. Um, which is the most recent uh, edition. Mm-hmm. And I had a passing flirtation mm. With Dungeons and Dragons as a as a much younger woman because it was I'm all the rage. I'm going to come back to this whole thing of who the fuck are you <laughs> before you tell us your whole life story. Right. Uh, this is what's called, ladies and gentlemen, a backstory dump. <laughs> and before we get to the backstory dump on this person sitting across from me. Okay, hi, I'm Reagan. Um, I am also known as the Goddess Divine when I am DMing, Ooh. and uh, yeah, that's who I am. Yeah, uh, and I'm Lance, uh, and I am known as Destiny Manifest <laughs> when I am the Dungeon Master. So deep. Or the Game Master. Deep like you. Or the World Master. Deep what? like your soul. Huh? What? Yes. Hmm? Yes. Hmm. Uh, so that's who we are. And, yes. And we sit and in a tiny room in uh, in Kentucky yep. and uh, churn out this podcast. So why is it mostly the two of us? Why Why are we important? Why are Reagan and Lance uh, well, able to Reagan, be in the podcast That goes zone back to together? what is D&D? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't yet because it's important to know that we are in the same house. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Are okay. you ready? I, hit me with Here it. Here it comes. Okay. Um, about six years ago now, mm-hmm. um, my relationship with D&D started oh, I when I was... I see what we're doing here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd never know we had an outline, would you? Um, <laughs> my relationship with... They with, are an, a concept, not a rule. With D&D started when... Uh, uh, see? There we go. Right off the rails. Um, when I was uh, 10 or 12 years old. Yep. That was not six years ago. Uh, I got... Um, Involved with some neighborhood kids, and we played D&D, and I loved it. And I only managed to play for three or four years because people move away. If was pe- that advanced D&D? Are you trying to age me or date me? <laughs> Does it fucking matter? I played D&D when I was a kid, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I played D&D uh, with, some, with some neighborhood kids and um, only got to play for three or four years. And But, you know, I bought every one of those books, and mm-hmm. I would just sit and read them. Uh, and I just loved everything about the idea of, of role-playing and, and being something else. So uh, a few years ago, we were at a game shop in, in Georgia, and there was the new 5th edition mm-hmm. starter set. And um, Reagan was with me, and I was like, oh, my God, I really want this. And, you know, she's like, yeah, whatever. What, what is that? <laughs> dungeons and dragons oh i was not don't, i knew what don't dungeons nerd kids play stop. that stop i th- you, none you were kind of like was, that a little bit you were not you were kind of like that a little bit you were like look i'm here for comic books you you know get whatever <laughs> stupid shit you want um so i bought it and it took about three years before we sat down to play it but mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago we started playing and we both kind of fell in love so we've been playing and, and dming deep. ever since yeah yeah um and we like going deep <laughs> my uh 
my relationship around the same time that that Lance was uh, actually actively playing the game, I had like a passing flirtation in that all the people that I hung around with were were mega nerds and they all played. Um, And yet somehow I never actually played the game. Uh, You would think I I would have, but I didn't. And um, but I knew what it was. And uh, when Lance expressed interest in it, I was like, yeah, I think you should do that. And then I was like, no, I think we should do that. And uh, then I started playing and I was like, oh, I want to do a lot of this. And like Lance said. And you're said, a natural storyteller and you're a natural, Reagan's done a lot of storytelling and you're a natural role play character. I think you, uh, we just pulled out the, the pre-gens yeah. from the starter set and we're like, yeah, I'll be this person. <laughs> that was with um, mixed success. Yeah, we had a uh, we had mixed success on yeah. that front. But since then, we've become better, and uh, and both of us D- DM or GM, depending yeah. on your your preferred terminology. Right. And uh, we have uh, gotten really excited about it, and we decided that we had some ideas for this anthology that we were excited enough about that we wanted to share with the world. Yeah. And there's a pandemic on. Uh, and we're at home together because we are also married to one another. It's true. We yeah, are. it's true. We were debating on whether to share that with you, but we figured you'd find out sooner or later. And we didn't want to lead you on. So I did. Uh, well, yes, Lance did, but the cat's out of the bag now. Ha-ha! <laughs> uh, but yeah, we are in a house together, so we can actually uh, roll dice like the little dice goblins that we are. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, and we're having a lot of fun with it. Well, and really, whether we live in the same house or, or, or not, we discovered, um, again, a couple of years ago that, uh, you know, we had a home group that was meeting once every three or four weeks. I don't know if any of you guys have had that problem where it's like, there's six people. Schedules Nobody can all manage to get together. Life. So, I mean, God, how do you have a real life? I mean, right. Yeah, so on. we figured out. Uh, D&D we, is life. We discovered this thing called duet play, yep. uh, which Got is really excited about one it. DM and one player character. Yep. And we've been duetting ever since we've been playing D&D. And we discovered during this pandemic and everything else, there's no reason why we can't just duet the shit out of this game. <laughs> That's right. And we've got characters so uh yeah uh so D for those who don't know is a role-playing game yes it is it's owned by wizards of the coast we didn't come up with it nope not our game we're using we their, ain't laying their claim set. to it that's right we're we're operating under the open game license and we are so grateful that they have an open game license Absolutely. to allow us to do stuff like this yeah. because their game is really fun and if you haven't played it i highly recommend you give it a go so hopefully you'll you'll like uh what we uh what we do here so we play D&D. Yep. It's primarily you and I. Yep. DMing the other one as a player character. Yep. Not entirely, but primarily. So um, what is this anthology thing about that? Getting back to that. Okay. So I think I explained the general concept, but um, like an anthology. Yeah, you did, but nobody knew anything else yet. So you explained <laughs> a whole bunch of shit that had no meaning See, at that time. this is where editing comes in. You go back, I you take cut, it, you remove no, it, you move it all. No, that's that not how that works. That okay. No. So the anthology is a grouping of types of play that we're going to do. And some of it will be this recurring characters. It's kind of like some a radio show, be, right, Reagan? Yeah, it's a lot like a radio show. kind of show. pulling that serialized radio show concept. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but we are going to have um, people that join us. Uh, we may have some more produced storylines that have a full cast. Um, and then a lot of it will be duets with characters that are either recurring characters or one-off characters, which we'll explain, you know, a, yeah, as so we go. Yeah, so we're going to do... Uh, uh, we're, we're and gonna... some things will be this. 
we're going to put out content every week, mm -hmm. put out a talking head every month where we um, talk about game concepts, maybe mm -hmm. something that happened in the session before. Mm -hmm. We'll take some questions and, and we'll do our best to answer how that monster would do that mm -hmm. or, or uh, whatever that thing is. We're going to create some stuff. We're mm -hmm. going to create magic items and characters and spells. We'll share that stuff with you. Um, most of our gameplay is going to be a duet. We're going to each do a DM a play session for the other one, and we'll put one of those out uh, each month. And then, yeah, like Reagan said, we're going to have some bonus stuff. Yeah. We plan on having some guests. We'll have some short arcs. But one of the bonus content things that I'm really excited about, dare we tell them? I think you should. Are you ready? I'm so ready. It's called... Roll, Roll it, it and play it. it. <laughs> what is that, Lance? Um, I mean, clearly we've spent no time <laughs> thinking about it whatsoever, and we haven't practiced that ever. I'm super excited because this is part of what we've already got in the can, <laughs> and it has been so fun it's uh, hoot, doing these. Honestly. It's a real hoot. So uh, this is what we did over Christmas while is, we were in a cabin. Yeah, we were in a cabin <laughs> in the woods over the holidays, and just playing D and D with each other, recording it and. It's super fun. You guys will get to hear it. But yeah, so roll it and play it is a is it's not a new concept. Really, no, no, people but do we've it. We just kind of shoved it all together, right? We have. We roll up a character mm -hmm. from scratch completely randomly. One hundred percent randomly. And dear listener, we have a table for everything. Literally everything. Gender. We got a table. Height. We got a table. <laughs> Level. We got a table. We got a table. Race. Class. Stats, what's in your backpack? Yep. All that stuff. Literally, what's Literally, in your backpack? Literally, <laughs> it's all random. Yep. And then. And your weapons. And your weapons. Yep. Sometimes. Our, our favorite, though, is the stat roll because you roll them in order, right. starting with strength, ending with charisma, and you have to take what you roll yeah. no matter what your class and is. And you've rolled the class randomly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe you got a strength of 18 and an intelligence of 9 and you're a wizard. <laughs> Why uh, not? One of my favorites is rolling the background randomly after you've had to roll for the race in class. Um, and can I just tell you that the universe defaults to guild artisan. Always. We have learned. I what don't, is that? I don't know why. <laughs> why does the universe want so many damn guild artisans? It really feels like there are not enough guild artisans. Uh, apparently, People get out there. Yeah. Go guild. Join a guild. Join a guild. Be an artisan. <laughs> the, the world needs more but that's, glass blowers. Oh my God. The world probably actually does need more glass blowers. Actually, I would frankly. support more glass blowers, yeah. I would too. We don't support any glass blowers right now. We have in the past. That's true, we have. We have. Don't add us, glass blowers. <laughs> Roll it and play it. Okay. Um, no, no, not right now. Tell, oh, tell them more about it. Um, yeah, so we literally pull open the player's handbook and we go from front to back and roll up a character. So yeah, backgrounds are in chapter five, uh, which <laughs> so you means get there you've a already later. rolled everything up first, uh, <laughs> except for your equipment. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a real hoot. And then what we do mm -hmm. is we take a break and we roll up a completely random encounter adventure yes, we do. Of, of any sort. Yep. And then it we, might make sense for your character or it might not. And then we randomly roll which one of us is going to be the DM and then we play it. Yep. So it's it's as random it's a as D&D gets as we can and make it. it is yeah. a hoot and you have to commit because you get one shot and that's it. And that's it. You yeah. got to make this character matter. Yeah. 
So we love role play. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're dope on mechanics, too. But uh, sure. yeah. uh, we love role play. And, uh, but that's what Roll It and Play it is. So, so yeah. Okay. So anthology, duet. <laughs> roll It and Play It. Bonus content. Bonus content. Uh, short story arcs with uh, guest players. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, we have one of those in the works right now. Yeah. Um, that'll be coming out. That's so fun. Eventually, it is. E- event? Did I did I say a word or did I just think a word? I heard a word. Okay. Was it a functional it, word? It could have just been my brain filling in the <laughs> gaps. You know. I was like, did I say that out loud? So yes, we do. Uh, we will have some some friends joining us uh, that are going to do some some guest arcs with us. Those will be a little more produced, and the arcs will probably <laughs> will they? Take, well theoretically, <laughs> um, and they'll take place over a. a a yeah. slightly longer story. It'll be a couple yeah. of episodes of, yeah. of those. So every month you're going to get uh, four different, um, uh, four different episodes, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. of different stuff. And uh, you know, as we move into it, uh, we plan on having um, uh, maybe some live events. Uh, at, right now, obviously, live over Discord or mm-hmm. over something like that. Um, <laughs> Just invite you all to a Zoom meeting. <laughs> right. Hey. <laughs> Hey, I mean, it could happen. People do it. It could happen. <laughs> uh, just please, God, if you're not wearing pants, don't stand up. Yeah, don't stand up. Don't stand up. Please don't let us see your arm moving back no. and forth. Oh, we don't, God. No, no, we don't need to see no, that. No, Reagan. Nobody needs that. Cockabee Horcus Porcus says no. <laughs> no, Cockabee Horcus no. Porcus would say no. 100% no, yes to that. No. That's no. why we don't invite Cockabee to any more Zoom meetings. <sighs> Good Lord. <laughs> I think you mentioned earlier, and we kind of we kind of veered away. Mm-hmm. What's this whole cantrip thing about? Yeah, what's uh, what's with the name? What is a cantrip? If uh, tell us, tell us, Reagan. I'm going to tell you. What's a cantrip? Here's the thing, and I'm going to tell you. Okay. Um, cantrips are magic. Cantrip. Yes, you can trip. Can you trip. can trip. Or can't rip, oh. as in its cloth oh. that you cannot tear. Oh, it's like it's like. It's Double layer it, nylon. It is. It is. It's like a parachute. Like rip stop. Yeah. 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 Uh, but for the purposes of this game, <laughs> cantrips are a type of spell. Um, and some of the classes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? There's magic in this game? There's so much magic, what? Lance. I know. It sounds like we're talking about D&D. We are. Oh, yay. <laughs> it's one of your favorite things. It is. Cantrips are a type of spell. They are lovely because some classes get them, whether they're magic users or not. Yeah. And some um, Some magic users, some species get them. It's true. And some um, magic users get quite a few of them. And what is really nice about them, when you are a spell slinger, which is one of my favorite things to be, you um, can use a cantrip without using a spell slot. Which means that you can do more magic longer. Um, now, the the plus and the minus to cantrips is that some of them are... Well, they're kind of weak. They, really. they are kind of weak, yeah. yeah. Even the really, really good ones are yeah. kind of weak. Yeah. So like, if you're up against a, a big boss, yeah. cantrips probably aren't going to help you a ton. They're probably not right. going to be like your, your go-to. But I sometimes... Now, my favorite cantrips... Wait. Yes. Oh. oh! Oh! See? There it is. That's... Um, can I read to you what the player's handbook says about cantrips? Gosh, I wish you would. Um, yes. Uh, These is... are not our words. These no, are Wizards of the Coast. They are. This is uh, uh, page 201 in your player's handbook, dear <laughs> listener. Please turn there with us cantrips. now. Cantrips. 
A cantrip is a spell that can be cast at will. At will? Poor guy. Without using a spell slot and without being prepared in advance. Repeated practice has fixed the spell in the caster's mind and infused the caster with the magic needed to produce the effect over and over. A cantrip spell over level and is over zero. And over again. So and not everything that can cast spells can use a cantrip either. There are some true. classes that don't get cantrips. I like to think of it as, as a, a cantrip is, is the G-run of magic. <laughs> What's a G-run? Funny you should ask, Reagan. It's the cantrip of bluegrass music. <laughs> uh, is that See funny? See how that operates? I don't, I don't know that that's funny, no. It's that little doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. Everybody can do it. You can do it over and over. Sounds good every time. Not particularly powerful. It's not super high end on the scale of like, ooh, look at that person's fingers flying back and forth. But it's useful. It's good. It has an effect. And you can do it like that. It's just cut a groove into your head, right? It's mm-hmm, just cut a groove mm-hmm, into your head. Mm-hmm. Cantrips are that same way. I somehow feel just 100% positive that every single listener are going to uh, follow you fully on that particular uh, simile that you've chosen to use. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the G run. It's like an accountant, right? You know, every accountant knows the basics of how to do auto sums in Excel. It's just cut a groove in your head. You don't need to think about it anymore. You don't need to prepare. We're gonna have you, to you work on the examples. <laughs> you can. You know, I mean, every baker knows how to make a chocolate chip cookie. Do you think? Don't they? I just don't feel Do like you I can. Know how to make a chocolate chip cookie? Of course, I know how to make a chocolate chip you cookie. You just proved my point. Well, I'm not every baker. I'm every baker. Okay, that's all that yeah, song that's I know. Yeah. Um, so. But it's like that. It's that thing that you've done so often. Right. That it's just it's just become part of you, and you can do it without even thinking about it. Like our relationship to D and D. What? We've done it so many times; it's become part of us. I'm not really there yet. Okay. I still have to think about yeah, it. Yeah, we still have it a lot. Still to takes learn. a spell yeah. slot. <laughs> Me. Yeah, I a would. I would argue one. that yeah, I yeah. still need at least a third level it, spell yeah, slot to play D and D. Like fourth or fifth for both of us. But yeah. my goal is to someday have D and D as a cantrip. And there we go. Welcome to my favorite cantrip, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're here to do. I think we boiled it down into a nutshell. Um, that's a totally great, great way to do that. So we both really like cantrips. Okay, you're allowed to say that. They're for me. versatile. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah. Um, you can use them in some weird ways. Who doesn't love to take Mage Hand and and pitch somebody and off and smack a, a bitch? Building? Oh, you don't get to do that well, with Mage that Hand. Too. No, you can. It's just only ten pounds of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a it's it's more a, of, it's more like of a light caress. stroke. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Mage Hand. Oh. I will admit that I have a uh, deep love and also wry smile for some of the cantrips that are ridiculous um for like things like prestidigitation and say um, that again prestidigitation <laughs> shut up i always have trouble saying that it's and a tough word what's what's the one that just makes sparks happen uh, uh thaumaturgy thaumaturgy yes. that's the one i was yes. trying to think of that are just like Be a mighty thaumaturge <laughs> <laughs> and they're so silly and yet you can find ways to be really cool Look, with dragon, them. Look, dragon, colored sparks. <laughs> and and if your DM is creative enough and you're creative enough, you can find really interesting yeah. things to do with these yeah. cantrips. But some of them are just really cool. And we discovered that um, sometimes cantrips are undervalued and un- unloved. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, the more we yeah. play, uh, the more I'm figuring out that they're really kind of the, the backbone, the workhorse mm-hmm. of uh, the spellcasting world. Because, again, you know, um, there's so many times where you're just out of spell slots. You yeah. Know? So you really got to pick I those mean, cantrips limited. carefully because uh, of all the ways that in the next few years we'll tell you <laughs> as we go <laughs> oh, through cantrips. It's coming. Um, and we are going to talk about cantrips, aren't we? We are. We yeah. are. Um, in fact, we're going to do it at the end of this episode, I think. That's right. We're going we're to talk exchange about, our first. We're going to talk about my favorite, favorite cantrip. cantrip. We can't do that for everything, Lance. We can are we going to, though? We might. Okay. But each of us has come prepared. We, we have, have come um, with one spell st- stocked. We have come with one cantrip right. each. We're commoners. Um, and we've we, only got a we've cantrip. We've only got one cantrip each. And uh, we are going to share our favorite cantrip tonight, or at least the one that we're claiming right. is our favorite right now. I assume that will change over time. And um, every... Every episode, uh, we're going to finish up uh, the episode talking about maybe a cantrip that that was used yep, in maybe, that play session. If one was. Uh, or uh, one that we like, one that yep. didn't get used, maybe one that we had prepared that, that didn't get used. Yep, yep. And uh, guys, we're going to write our own cantrips. Yes, we are. Yeah. Yeah. Lance, Lance has written one. I wrote one today. Right. He wrote one today. It was very exciting. He came and showed it to me. I quite like it. Let's share that. You don't want to save it for the Cantrip of the Month Club? Oh, what's the Cantrip of the Month Club, right? Well, I'm glad you asked. We're going to challenge ourselves to do one cantrip a month. That means every year we're going to write 12 cantrip. Uh, and as part of our social media presence, obviously, we're going to have a Patreon as, uh, as well, where you guys can support us. But I'm pretty excited about the Cantrip I'm of the Month Club because I that. think as we move forward, we'll start using those cantrips in gameplay, too. Yeah, so, I think we will. Yeah. Um, so how you get those is uh, you're going to have to subscribe to the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got uh, uh, we've got various levels. <laughs> you want to hear the tiers? I would love to hear They're the so tiers. They're so fun. I do love the tiers. Um, hey there, Cantrippers. We like you. <laughs> Cantrippers. Uh, that's our first tier. Uh, you, uh, join us and be a cantripper. Um, you can join the Cantrip of the Month Club. And that will actually get you the Cantrip of the Month, that among you, other fun things. That's right. We will send that out every month to you. That's right. Uh, we might do that on the private Discord channel that comes with that. I know. That would be cool. Um, you could join the Cantroop. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've advanced like in power. cantaloupe, only cooler. Only cooler. Cantrips. <laughs> uh, and of course... For the truly elite. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is the League of Cockapee Horcus Porcus. <laughs> Which at some point will make sense to oh, you, dear listener. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> we had a ball with Cockapee Horcus Porcus. Oh my Porcus. God. I think Cockapee Horcus Porcus may have to make a return. Probably. So talk a little bit more about cantrips while I get uh, today's cantrip. Oh, you're getting today's cantrip. Okay, so um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> That's everything I have to say about cantrips right now. <laughs> that was now. great. That yeah. was fantastic. Uh-huh. Wasn't that super? So are you ready for me to share a cantrip with the dear listeners? I wish you would. And this is a cantrip that Lance did create. This yeah. is not, the, we are not sharing our fi- our favorite published cantrip nope. just yet. We are going to do that. And this one's this for one. you. Uh, with your DM's permission, you can use this in gameplay. We'll put oh. this up on the website and everywhere yeah. else. Um, so generous. Dear listener, are you ready for the Cone of Violence? Is anyone ever really ready for the cone of violence? Not really. Okay. No. Uh, it is an evocation cantrip. Casting time is one action. The range is 10 feet. 10 whole feet. 10 feet. The components, you ask? Yes. Verbal and somatic. 
ooh, so I'm going to be, it's going to be coming out of my mouth while yeah. I do wiggly things exactly. with my fingers. Exactly, you're going to wiggle. Actually, just like that, do that again so that your listeners can see you. No one can see me right Yes, they now. can. They see you. They okay. totally see can what's you, happening. Can you hear my fingers wiggling? Because they are. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> um, the duration. Yes. Instantaneous. Oh, I do enjoy an instantaneous. Instantaneous. I can't say instantaneous. It. <laughs> it's the instantaneous. It's instantaneous too. So what happens? You ask. A cacophony of noise and matter erupt from your hands in a ten-foot cone. Every creature in the cone must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is deafened until the start of your next turn, Caster, and they take one d six. Of the following type of damage. Roll a d6 for the type. Number one is fire. Number two is acid. Number three, psychic. Number four is thunder. Number five is force. Number six, lightning. Each creature that fails the save must roll for the damage type. On a successful save, there's no damage and no deafening. The spell's damage increases to a D8 at third level and by an additional D8 at fifth level, 11th level, and 17th level. I love a cantrip that goes up as you mature as a spellcaster. And Most I'm going to. Um, I would also like to throw out that as Lance was sharing this cantrip with me earlier today, I nearly fell over laughing because what I realized is that basically it's an oversized air horn with a t-shirt <laughs> cannon in it. And confetti. Yes, and confetti. So it's basically just going to take you down. But not down. like paper confetti? No, it's, like it's, the hard. Yeah, it's like candy confetti. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's like sprinkles from a donut confetti. Yeah. yeah. And and they those can leave a mark. They leave a mark. If they're put out with enough. Yeah. Enough, you know, force right. because that's the sound like, ah! that? <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, and uh, just get your enemies in a group mm-hmm. and they may all take different kinds of damage. I love that idea. Yeah. I love that. Mul- Three people in front of you in a cone. One of them takes acid. One of them takes thunder. One of them takes force. Because there is all kinds of fun coming out of that. Because cone it's of a nose. cone of violence. <laughs> uh, I think Huckabee Horcus Porcus would be proud. I think he would. I think he created that. Do you? I do. Okay. Yeah. It's canon. It is Cockabee. Oh, my. Porcus. Porcuses. <laughs> a name that we actually. Cone of violence. We did actually randomly roll that name. We that did not make that name totally up. Totally a random name. And you just about choked ourselves to death laughing so hard. In Xanathar's Guide to Yeah, Everything. it is. that that Those are real that name choices canon. in Xanathar's. Yeah. Canon. It, it is a canon. It is. Of like canon. Cockabee Horcus Porcus's Cone of Violence. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. That's Enjoy. free cantrip. So let's round this up. Okay. We're going to be doing four times a month. Once a week. We are going to be doing a lot of duet play of D&D. Yep. Reagan and I running the other one through uh, uh, some sort of adventure that we've created. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have some guests with some short arc uh, story arcs. Yep. Uh, we're going to do a little bit more of this, kind of talking head stuff, where we get to talk about things that we love about D&D. Speaking of that, yeah. if you have anything that you think would be fun to listen to us talk us. about, uh, drop us a note yeah. uh, and let us know. Uh, you can go to our email. You can go to our social media. And uh, we will happily, yeah. uh, we're going to compile, uh, I can't promise that we'll be serious about it, but we're going to try to be serious. Oh, we'll be sometime. serious. Well, 
I don't know. Well, we'll um, take it seriously. I mean, we even if you have questions about your love life or um, uh, other other advice that you need in your life, um, we are happy to help you with that. So just send it our uh, way Reagan, and uh, we'll have I a go. I don't think we'll answer that. Cockabee Horcus Porcus <laughs> writes an advice <laughs> he column. He does write an advice column. I forgot. In, in the Candlekeep uh, News and Times Register. <laughs> so it may be that uh, your uh, your question will be addressed by Cockabee Horcus Porcus it, it himself. Uh, oh, here comes Cockabee right now. D- does he? Uh, hello. <laughs> hello, Reagan and hello. Lance. Uh, Cockabee, it's so nice to see you. Uh, hello, Cockabee. How are you? Uh, well, I'm fine, thank you. Yes. D- did I hear you mention my advice column? Yes, right after we talked about your cone of violence. Ah, yes, cone of violence, one of my favorite cantrips. <laughs> you know, you should think about naming a podcast that. Uh, okay. Thanks for coming to see us, Cockabee. Yes, I'll see you later. Goodbye. <laughs> well, there's Corkabee Hawkus Pyro. <laughs> Yeah, say that ten times fast. This is what happens. This is totally not getting you get hit by the cone This is why you don't want to be hit with the cone of violence, people. Uh, I think he's off to that uh, fetish meeting that's happening this weekend. I think the whole cockabee orcus porcus thing is getting cut. It's going to end up on the floor. Oh my lord. Oh. Okay. Well, so, I think we're uh, I think we're uh, rolling down towards the latter part of uh, of tonight's <laughs> session. Oh, I think we're we're past the peak by far. So uh, let's actually talk about our favorite cantrip. Yeah. This do you time. have one pulled out? I do. And um, just oh, to uh, give you the flavor flavor. What of you guys who don't I realize am. is she just pulled out a color coded note card. <laughs> this is the most who I am of all the who I am's that who I am. Um, to have a color-coded note card. If you have ever had me DM you, uh, mm, that sounds different than what oh it my. actually is. Cockabee, <laughs> I need advice. Um, I do uh, color-code my uh, my index cards. and Dear listener, I have uh, she color-codes with tabs, her player's handbook. Oh, I do. I've got tabs in my in my player's handbook. Uh, all of the, the resource materials And you may say, Lance, you're an idiot for not having tabs. <laughs> In your player's handbook. I certainly do. Because clearly, everyone should have tabs <laughs> in their player's handbook. Color-coded tabs. Right. Uh, but I also am a large fan of the uh, various sizes of index card and the various colors of index card. <laughs> what is card. your favorite index card size? Honestly, just in general, just, as a general rule. So I used to be a 3x5 person, but yeah, these, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know what That's a four size. That's 4x6. Is this a 4x6? four by six? These are my current yeah. favorite. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I find them bigger. They are bigger. Everyone and likes they it fit bigger. Things. Well, like you can see that I have. We're gonna get deeper. Copied and pasted with that bigger card. Okay. Deeper so, into the cantrip. Exactly. Because so, you've, you've you've covered that. Here's a little bit more kind of about <laughs> us probably than you really wanted to know. I just have my old dog-eared thumbed copy of the player's handbook here. Which, which you is, will literally hear him flipping pages well, in Well, which in is a funny. Minute. You will hear me flipping pages in until I remember the cantrip I want to talk about is not in this book. <laughs> then he'll have to go what find a different book. Reagan has That done he doesn't remember where he put. She has photocopied <laughs> the, the, the stat block out of the book, pasted it. To the card, I have, and written a whole bunch of text around it as well. For this one and only time, we're going to talk about it. We it could come up again. You never know.
I may need this. Well, make sure I you also put an appropriate tab on that. notes for everything. So it'll go into the notebook. It'll get a plastic sleeve, Lance. Well, now that we've it's talked about it. It's going to get a plastic it. sleeve. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So would you no. like to know what my favorite cantrip yeah. is? Okay. So my favorite cantrip for uh, this here Talking Heads, the first, uh, comes from Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, I have to admit... I find myself um, really drawn. There aren't that many um, spells in Xanathar's uh, in comparison to like the player's handbook. But man, I like the ones that are in there. I just, I really find myself drawn to them. Uh, there are some that I have not gotten to a level yet that I get to use that, you know, with the characters. But um, I, I really, really enjoy them. So the one that I chose today is one that I do use quite a bit. This is a cantrip that I choose a lot for characters that I, that I play that are eligible for it and that would be infestation oh i loves me some infestation and so that's like when you're at the airbnb and there's bed bugs in the house <laughs> actually it's a little bit like that okay. would you like me to read it to you yeah okay um i did not write down the page number so it's in xanathar's alphabetically back in the spell list uh for under i for infestation so infestation is a conjuration cantrip it is a casting time of one action what does conjuration mean what happens with that well, you actually conjure something into existence. Oh. Unlike um, like illusion where you would make it appear to happen, but mm. it doesn't really happen. I see. This actually happens, okay. which is part of what I love. I, I'm glad you asked that so question. you're making because something this is appear. Literally in, into existence. I you're see. bringing it, either you're bringing it into existence or you're bringing it from somewhere else to where you are. I gotcha. So, um, it's, it's got a range of 30 feet, which mm. means that you can be kind of sneaky with it. Like you could be hiding and see somebody ahead. Can you ahead. be sneaky? What are the components? Well, the components I, I really love are verbal somatic. Um, so you're going to have to say something. But you don't. Ha- it doesn't mean you have to like, ah! you don't have to shout it. Maybe you, you could be like Harry it. Potter and, and, and practice saying spells without using words. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and somatic, which means hand component. So, um, and you also need a material component in the form of one living flea. Interesting. But you don't have to be close enough to get it onto the person because it's a, oh, there's a cat here. Um, there's a 30 foot, um, there's a 30 foot range. So as long as you've got a flea, um, you, you don't have to put it on the person. Now, what if you don't want to carry fleas around on you? Can you use like an arcane focus instead of a material component? Um, I think in this particular case, you cannot. Let's come back to that. Okay, let's come back to that because I don't know the answer to that offhand. I'd have to look it up. So, and the duration is instantaneous. So as soon as you cast it, it happens. happens. Um, All right, so then what happens when you cast it? Well, I'm glad you asked. You cause a cloud of mites, fleas, and other parasites. this is not an ore. No, this is an and. Holy cow. Mites, fleas, and other parasites. Centipedes, maybe? To appear momentarily. Roaches? Uh, yes, all of those things. Millipedes, for sure. What about silverfish? Uh, if you are casting it on a book, okay, then cool, they're definitely cool, cool, silverfish. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so all these parasites appear momentarily on one creature that you can see within range. The target must succeed on a constitution saving mm, th- throw or... It takes 1d6 poison damage mm-hmm. and, I love those ands, yep. moves five feet in a random direction if it can move and its speed is at least five feet. You roll a d4 for the direction. One is north, two is south, three is east, or four is west. 
and um, this movement doesn't provoke opportunity attacks, and if the direction rolled is blocked, the target doesn't move. So if you roll north and they can't go north, they don't move, but they will move otherwise. They don't take any op opportunity attacks. That's too bad, but that's all right. And then, like most damage uh, okay. cantrips, uh, it increases by 1d6 when you reach 5th, 11th, and 17th level. So what do you like about this? Well, I'm I'm so glad you asked because yeah. I have notes about what I like about oh it. Yes. Um, so why is this my fave choice today? Well, bugs, poison, and movement Oh my! Yeah, that is What's not to like? three great tastes that Bugs, taste great poison, together. And movement. Yep. I mean, that is awesome. It is not that common that That's you like get to freak someone with whole out. Milk and a little bit of sugar. <laughs> but you get to really freak somebody out because what is yeah. weirder than a whole like swarm of oh bugs God, on bugs. you? Yeah. Then they bite you. Right. And um, you find yourself moving randomly. You can't control it. You're like, ah, and then you run away. You know what I love about that cantrip? What? Because I love that cantrip, too. Do you? I do. Was that the one you chose today? It is not. Okay, good. Do you know what I love about that cantrip? Tell me. The caster yeah. gets to determine where the person moves. Yes, they do the role for that, which is very cool. I also love that it's a con save because con saves aren't that common. They're not that common, though... Um, and getting a little granular here, mm -hmm. right? Sure. But, you know, when we're talking about saving throws, right. and for those who don't play D&D &D regularly, right. what that means is you've got six stats, right? Strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. And you, uh, when a caster casts a spell on you, depending on what its effects are, you might have to you might have to make a roll based on your stat, and you've got to pass a certain score to be immune to the effects of it. Really, this is just like poison and crap, and you've just got to be hardy enough yep. to weather the storm. Now, the downside to con saves, Reagan. Yeah. What is it? Uh, the classes that get the the proficiency on con saves. That's right. I mean, that's and not just the classes, the NPCs, the monsters. Exactly. If you're fighting something that's a a fighting monster, it's probably got a high con. It's probably got a high constitution. Yeah. yeah. Even so, I still think it's worth taking the risk because um, so many things are a deck save yeah. that it's. I just That's think true. it's really fun to be able you to know who it's cast really something dope to on use a con save. On? Here's a great way to use this cantrip. Yeah. Because what's the worst thing, particularly, that a low-level party can run into? Right. A spellcaster. Sure, yeah. So if you've got this, yeah. what do spellcasters have? Low constitution. Low con. Low con, low strength. And they have to use concentration to keep their spells going. So if you can cast infestation yep. on them, they take damage, which means they have to they have to make a saving throw to yep. keep their concentration going. And if they move, you may move them right into range or right out of range. You may move them in such a way that their vision is blocked, which means exactly. they can't cast. And because their constitution is low, they're probably going to fail to save. Yep, which always feels good. Yeah, it always feels good with a cantrip when you succeed. When yeah. you succeed and they fail, that's a great choice. What else do you it like is. about it? Um, I also like that it's. I'm got glad a you agreed that your choice was a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's got a 30 foot range because yeah. a lot of spells like this would be touch based. Yeah, um, that's you would true. think that having to have a living flea that it would have to be touch based, yeah. and it's not, which I really like. Um, so you can be far away. And um, this one, uh, the last thing that I want to say about it is I really like it because this one. She just put her card down. I did. It's the last thing on my list. Uh, it's my last bullet point. Thank you. Um, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I'd so this is so, 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 so good for role play and for theater of the mind. Mm. Some cantrips, it's. 
just some things at the role-playing table can be hard to describe, but when you say, I point my finger at someone and a horde of fleas, roaches, <laughs> and centipedes erupts on them and begins biting them, that is a beautiful moment when you're in a role-playing game. And the best part of that is when your DM says, oh, you cast Infestation? Tell me what that looks like. Yes, yes, that is such a good feeling. And then you, the player, get to go, why? Oh, God! Uh, roaches explode from my hand, or whatever. <laughs> and when you've got a creative DM and or a creative PC, that's a player character, um, you really can do some fun stuff with some of these cantrips. And that this is one that is like, I mean, are there just flying roaches coming from your fingertips <laughs> or you know does it erupt from the person's clothing right. what does that look like well the two of you can really do some creative yeah. story storytelling great choice together. reagan yeah that's a fun cantrip really i like that cantrip you know i picked one out today oh too. wait 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 oh. i forgot the and oh right i had uh highlighted the word and being in there twice ah, and yes. i was like what did i forget to say about and the and is awesome because the bugs actually appear that conjuration cantrip is so fun that way it's not an illusion it's not the illusion of bugs right. that freaks them out. Yeah, they, they are up. actually there which means one minute there's all these bugs living their little buggy lives out in the world <laughs> and then they go whoop and they are sucked onto the body of some random dude, and they are forced to just smorgasbord all over it and be like, it's it's time you know, for the all-you-can-eat buffet. All of a sudden, all these bugs thrown together, they got to get along, they got to be bugs <laughs> together on some weirdo's body, and it's like, what do we do? Well, I guess we feast. I could fight you, but I'm not going to. I'm going to eat this guy. Yeah, let's eat that Let's person. all eat this guy. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Cool. Okay, Good what's choice. yours? Yeah, I picked one today, too. Yeah, you you want to know what it is? I sure do. So this is one that's been around for a while, right? But it's gotten a new, a little bit of new life lately. Um, this is one that first showed up in the Sword Coast Adventurers Guide, oh. which is uh, uh, the new fifth edition. It's not new, it's not. but it's the fifth edition campaign setting book mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. uh, Faerun in the Forgotten Realms, the Sword Coast, which includes the cities of Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep and Neverwinter and Candlekeep. And uh, it's where the adventure in the starter set. That's right. Where everyone Vendelver. gets to meet Sildar Hallwinter. That's right. Good old Sildar. Everyone knows Sildar. So this cantrip first appeared uh, there. Um, and it's really particularly useful for a very specific type of class that they created called the Blade Singing Wizard. Ah. Uh, which is an elven thing, which mm -hmm. has since been expanded. The spell now shows up in the book that was released in 2020. Uh, great book, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. I am going Super to cool admit book. something right now that I had some reticence about Tasha's. I had some, Did you? some concerns about some of what I had heard about uh -huh. it. And then we got our copy and I am in love with it. Yeah. It's I, a, it's a, there it's are a so many book. cool things. And some Tasha's. things have been reimagined, but uh, kind of like Xanathar's Guide to Everything was, uh, this one uh, uh, has come out two or three years later. It's kind of a compilation of stuff that they put out in Unearthed Arcana. Um, and that, that has now become gameplay. But this cantrip, are you ready? I'm so you ready. ready. What it is? Hit me with it. Green Flame Blade. I wondered, although... Yeah, this first showed up in the Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. This is really cool. Okay. Because this is a cantrip. Is it green? It's, it's green flame. Oh. Green flame. Okay. On your blade. 
It's not a green cantrip. The only people who can use this are artificers, oh. sorcerers, oh. warlocks, oh. and wizards. Well. But it requires a melee attack with a weapon. Ah, uh, so right? most of your wizards... Unless... Unless yes. you're an Eldritch Knight oh. or you're a blade singing elf. Oh, there you go. Right? Sure. There you go. Yeah. So let me read this to you what this is. This is an okay. evocation cantrip. It takes yep. one action. What What is evocation? Evocation means um, are usually elemental spells. They mm. evoke something happening. Fireball. You're evoking a massive explosion of gotcha. fire. Firebolt. Uh, um, uh, when you make... Uh, something elemental appear. You're evoking some power. Right, right, is. right. Um, it's range is self. Oh. It's five foot. Oh. Again, you, it's got to be that melee. you got to be right? right there. Yeah. The components are somatic. Mm. You're gonna so do no verbal. You're going to do something with a weapon. And material. you got to have a melee weapon worth at least one silver piece. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so my, I'm picturing now that you've got your melee weapon yep. and you got to like charge it up. So you got to like kind swing of. it around yeah. your head a yeah, few yeah, times. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Get it. Or whoosh, maybe whoosh, 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 exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly like okay. that. Duration's instantaneous. Mm. So it happens, boom, like that. And what's cool about this, I think. It's already pretty cool. It's pretty dang cool, right? Okay. What's super cool about this? Yeah. You don't hurt the person you hit with it. What? You hurt the person next to them. Oh, so if you're in a room where there are several so baddies, so you are beset. Yeah. And you're a you're a wizard. You're an eldritch knight. You're some sort of you know whatever. Pull out your rapier. Take a poke. Hit somebody. Yep. Do damage. Yep. And flame is going to leap from them to the person standing next to them who's wow. getting ready to hit you with uh, something. So you brandish the weapon used in the spell's casting and make a melee attack with it against one creature within five feet of you. On a hit, the target suffers the weapon's attack's normal effects. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you then cause green fire to leap from the target to a different creature of your choice that you can see within five feet of it. It doesn't even have to be close enough to hit you. Wow. It's just got to be within five feet of the thing you hit. The second creature takes fire damage equal to your spellcasting ability mod. Wow. Right? How cool is that? And again... If you're really into role play, if you're really into making stuff happen, your DM goes, well, what does that look like? And, and you can you can go crazy. The spell's damage increases when you reach certain levels. Are you ready for the best part? Uh, we haven't hit the best we part hit the yet. Best part. Oh my gosh. Are you ready? I'm so ready. I well, like I don't I, know if I am ready. I feel I like I'm know. that guy doing doing the late night uh, selling things. What are those called? Shamwell. Infomercial. <laughs> Infomercial. Yes. <laughs> Once you hit fifth level, yeah. the melee attack. Deals an extra 1d8 fire damage to the target. Oh, so, so the target it, takes it and the dude next to it takes it. Right. So if uh, at fifth level, say you hit with a rapier. Yep. That's a d8 of piercing damage. Give it a poke. And they take a d8 and of fire And the fire damage. damage and, and the fire damage to the second creature increases to a d8 plus your spellcasting modifier. Wow. Right? That's pretty, that's pretty ro- dope right pretty, there. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both damage rolls increased by 1d8 at 11th level and at 17. Wow. I mean. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's a it's a pretty specific use. Yeah. That wouldn't be for everybody. It's only for a caster. Yeah. But, you know, you think about a Hexblade Warlock. Uh, I mean, and who doesn't? Who doesn't? I dream about Hexblade Warlocks. <laughs> right? Right? Am I right? You know what I'm talking about. I, I hear We're you. rocking. I, we're, we're there. I'm, I'm picking up right. what you're putting yeah, down. Yeah. Artip- Artificers. Yep. 
which are becoming of more interest to me yeah. right now. Yeah. Like I, I think that's I think Tasha's really fleshed Artificer yeah. Yeah. out in an interesting way. Well, you know, they come from Eberron uh, yeah. originally, but uh, uh, they I guess everyone liked them well enough that they've put them into 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 every like you do uh, campaign setting now. Yep. So, but Reagan, that's that's my favorite cantrip. That's your favorite cantrip. Yeah. Excellent. So there you go, dear listener. You've got two great cantrips to choose from. Three. 100%. Three. Because we have Cockabee Horcus Porcus's Cone of Violence. Cone of Violence. Yeah, that's your Cone of Violence for the day. As well as. Did you get hit by the t-shirt? Right. Um, as well as Infestation. Right. Which and, can be found in Xanathar's Guide to Everything. And Green Flame Blade, which can be found in both Tasha's Cauldron of Everything mm-hmm. and the Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. Fantastic. Man, this has been fun. I know. I think... I think we've said everything that we can say in this. I've said everything I'm going to say. Oh, that's that's it. You're just done. I'm done. It's just silence from you now. Yeah. So thank you so much (laughs) for joining us on our first Talking Heads. Um, Welcome to my favorite cantrip. Welcome to my favorite cantrip. This is the start of it. What's going to happen next session? The next. I don't know because I don't have yeah, you that do. written down. Sure, we do. Uh, We're going to play some D and D. Is well, gonna yeah, next we are going to play some D and D. In fact, the rest of this month, we're going to be playing D and D. Hey, Reagan, don't forget to send us your questions yeah. about anything. Yeah, absolutely, you can ask us any question you want. And really, you can ask Cockabee too. That guy just has <laughs> no sense of of he'll answer anything. <laughs> What I really want to shout out is the website, myfavoritecantrip.com, and everything else can be found from there. But do check us out on Instagram. Yeah. I mean. Uh, and I'm going to I'm gonna plug the Patreon. We, we've got some, that. Yeah. We've got some really fun uh, tiers uh, <laughs> coming up. We're super excited. Um, to. We've got some some friends who are artists working on artwork for yep, us. Yep. Uh, and all that stuff, once it, once it comes through, is going to be available on the Patreon page. We are so grateful for you taking the time to, uh, to, to listen to us, listen to what we're all about. Oh, and uh, catch the podcast on all of your major podcast services. You oh, can yeah. find us on Podbean. You know, all What's those that places. Stitcher? Is it, is it Stitcher? No, I'm thinking the, the cell phone thing. What is that? Oh, I don't know. It's not Apple. It's, we should probably. What's, the other, what's look, the other one? I don't know. You do know. I don't know. Android. Yes, that is the other type That's of the other phone. One. We're going to be on, uh, on uh, Apple's podcast app, the Android podcast app. Sure. All uh, of those. <laughs> uh, and all the major places where you let's wrap this let's wrap this book we're, we're gonna put it out there everywhere we hope you'll join us we look forward to seeing you next time and we are gonna play some D, so get ready to roll some dice that's right woohoo Hey there, Cantrippers. Lance here, just giving you an update on our social media. You can find Reagan on Instagram at the underscore goddess divine. You can find me, Lance, on Instagram at destiny underscore manifest. Follow us on Twitter over at myfavecantrip. That's M-Y-F-A-V-C-A-N-T-R-I-P. And we sure hope you come follow us and become uh, great subscribers on Patreon. You can find us there at My Favorite Cantrip. Don't forget to check out the website to find us on your favorite podcast app. Hey, give us a review. Tell your friends about us. Why not? What could it hurt? Come on. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, have a great D&D.